side note, you need to stop uh, talking about he things that aren't related. That is related. He helped with uh, with, the, with the, those movies, Land Before Time. Ever heard of that? Okay, first of all, Land Before Time is not Disney. It's, cl- it's pretty close. No, it's not. <laughs> Danny, Danny, Danny. What's up, Buttercup? And hello, everybody. <laughs> this is the Nick and Danny Hour with uh, the Anime Summit Podcast. We're doing this week. Uh, Sam is off this week, but we're gonna we're gonna hold down the fort. I try. We try to do our little Big Bang series. Try intro to. There. Yeah. That was the Sheldon Penny thing. That's a great just... one of my top ten anime. Big Bang Theory. God, and we've officially pronounced that you're Sheldon and I'm Penny. <laughs> so. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the glue that holds everything together. Sure. That's right. Not we'll so have I'm to do we'll have us. to do that um remember that that uh that experiment that the two of them did that like they they did like the the 20 questions or 10 questions and stuff and and at the end of each like at the end of all the questions you have to stare at each other for like oh, yeah, yeah, i yeah, think yeah. a minute or something <laughs> and then you'll automatically fall in love with the person <laughs> he's like some the, there's a sp- particle in your eye that looks like a race car or something. i forgot what it was but. yeah <laughs> howard is best boy prove oh, me wrong God. okay no howard is love creepy. howard <laughs> mm. okay back to anime so today <laughs> today we're finishing up our uh miyazaki 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 uh, yes. he's, he's very good at cinematography <laughs> hayao miyazaki his his uh his filmography because i was trying to say filmography and then i mixed oh, the God. words together um so hayao miyazaki's first two films Lupin the Third, Castle of Cagliostro from 1979, and Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind from 1984. We did not cover them in the Ghibli uh, series because technically they weren't Studio Ghibli. So um, Nausicaa is closer to Ghibli, but Lupin is definitely not Ghibli. Mm, <laughs> um, but they, they both feel like Ghibli. That you could tell they're, uh, that they're Miyazaki works and... Uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to get into that later. Uh, little, this episode will be a little bit shorter, you know, maybe an hour. Okay, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I didn't do as much research as I wanted, and that's ha- that happens every week, but I depend on Sam to filibuster to fill in for me and pull up the slack. Okay? I'm just I'm admitting <laughs> She's it. not here now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm like a, I'm like trouble. a mediocre quarterback, and Sam is like the running back who just carries the whole team. <laughs> we uh, rely on da- Sam Danny. Danny's too the much. offensive line. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> nice and burly. Oh wow! Very strong. I don't know if I should take that is as that, a compliment. That, I don't think insult. that's a very I don't think that's a very good compliment for a girl. <laughs> I mean. I can be femme fatale a little bit. And yeah, you can I be guess like, I c- like I could... Fujiko. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I much Not rather... Not burly, though. E- yeah. <laughs> and no blonde You're hair. You're sturdy like Ox. 
no strong like hair. ox that's a strong like bull <laughs> yeah i don't i i, I prefer i prefer fujiko with like that brunette orangey yeah. hair not wasn't that not her disguise the... oh no that was a different she was disguised no. as a news lady we'll get to it yeah yeah but she had bl- she has blonde hair and castle of yeah in, in the future entries oh, she show. has the, the brown hair yeah yeah so anywho and um, uh yeah so you know we're just talking about these two movies uh we're gonna finish <laughs> up the miyazaki f- f- miyazaki la films miyazaki films and, uh, <laughs> god uh yeah we're gonna go from there but first a word from our sponsors smoky smokums you're going to oh like God. the way you smoke. I guarantee it. And back to the episode. All right, Danny. Oh we got we got some uh, housekeeping. What do, you, what do you got for the contact info? Shut up, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Now you're filibustering. <laughs> I'm vamping. Um, I'm just trying to talk. <laughs> sure. Uh, links.animesummit.net. That's where you'll find all of our social media, our YouTube, um, Discord, Patreon, everything that's there. It's there. Um, but also, we got some hype news. Um, in about like five weeks, our 300th episode is coming. And. Uh, we are going to be doing a live stream on Sunday, May 23rd at um, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So definitely mark your calendars. Uh, we're not going to say what exactly we're going to do. We're going to leave it as a surprise. But um, from now until then, we're just going to keep on reminding you guys that uh, we're going to be doing this live stream so that you guys can get hype for it and everything. You know, I'm super excited about it. I know Sam's super excited about it. I don't know about Nick. Nick is just there. So <laughs> I'm just going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's just going to show up with the with a case of beer and everything. It's like, all right, what up? <laughs> what I miss? Bubbly water. Bubbly water. <laughs> Bub- oh, yes. Yes. Bubbly water. Bubbly water Man- is good. Mango flavored. Yes. Yes. Did you so, see the the Pro ZD? He reviewed all the Lacroix flavors. I <laughs> I saw that, but I didn't watch it. So, but it um, was pretty funny. He gave everything like a C. <laughs> of course, he did. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, Sunday, May twenty third, uh, at eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mark it on your calendars. Um, yeah, three hundredth episode. Get hype for it. And now for listener question of the week. Uh, We got it from uh, Robert. Robert, how far can Danny and Nick go on a road (laughs) trip before one of them has to leave the car? (laughs) Have we asked this one before? (laughs) I don't think so, but I I, I figured that this was pretty appropriate since it's just the two of us. So, um, Maybe that was a side question one time. Probably. But... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think I would leave the car first. <laughs> Danny would <laughs> Danny would tuck and roll, just jump out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was just. <laughs> I, I would sing the wheels on the bus <laughs> for oh ten my, hours straight. Oh my god! <laughs> wheels no. on the bus go round and round. <laughs> no, no. But wait, wait. What would our destination be though? Like, where would be going on this road trip? Vegas. Oh God. 
Yeah, no, I would definitely tuck and roll. <laughs> We're the wolf pack. We're the wolf pack. We're going to win at blackjack. <laughs> no. No, I'd probably, yeah, I'd definitely probably be the first one to to leave the car and call an Uber or Sam or whoever. <laughs> I probably would want Sam to follow us. And then if I get tired enough of Nick, I would just be like, okay, Nick, you're driving by yourself. I'm not driving with you no more. <laughs> I would still say, sing the wheels on the bus. Of course you would. Just to myself. <laughs> Good oh, question man. from patron Robert. Robot. So, so funny. Is it Robot or Robot? Robot. I'm going to say it's Rob, Robot. 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 Yes, Robot. So... Great yeah. question. All right. We got the waifu and husband. Oh, that's this is your <laughs> thing. I, was, <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> go ahead. If you want to say it, go, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. No, I need to drink water. Oh, okay. Fine. Well, okay. Our waifu and husbando. Waifu is... Um, oh, fuck. I am terrible with names. So now you're going to have to help me, Nick, because I tried What do you listening. mean? We were reviewing it. <laughs> I know, but like my brain is not working right now. Uh, no, it's Nausicaa. Nausicaa. Okay, I'm sorry. I just like, said it like a minute ago. I know, but listen, we need, we my need to brain get that isn't... clip of Zoolander where he's like, "What do you mean? I just told you like a second ago." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my pronunciations with words. I tried to like listen to a bunch of things that just said her name a million times. And even if I could listen to it a, mis- a million times, I probably would not remember how it's pronounced. So, but oh, yeah. you know so, what? It's because I didn't put the little dots over the a. That's my oh. fault. Oh, excuse <laughs> me. No wonder. It's, no wonder we <laughs> we'll couldn't just, get it. We'll just blame it on that. But yeah, so waifu is Nasuka, and then husbando obviously is Lupin. So, uh, yeah. Nasca. Actually, it's pronounced Lupin. Lupin, Lupin. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna kidding. say I'm gonna say Lupin because no, I was kidding. <laughs> God, no. I think they call him Lupin, but whatever. Yeah, I He's think like it's Italian, I think it's French actually whatever, pronounced Italian. Lupin. I mean, his his full name is Arsène Lupin, the third. So, pretty sure that's Italian. Anyway, but I should probably know this. You probably because remember that that one season of Lupin aired. It first aired in Italy, like in a uh, few years ago. So, got it. well maybe that that Let's one took place in Italy too. So whatever. Let's see. Let's see. So yeah, we got the here. most obvious picks: Nausicaa and Lupin. Obviously, there you go. Yep. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about them in the in the show. But but what I want to say though is. Uh, is is uh, is Nausicaa a waifu like a real like how, would would people pick her as a waifu? I would. I mean, yeah, she's like pre Princess Mononoke. She's like, she's like yeah, she's like fourteen or something. Yeah. Really also, side note, are. side note, Arsene Arsene Lupin is uh, French. Oh, okay. You know what? It's because that season took place in Italy. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, Lupin doesn't sound very French. Doesn't sound very Italian. <laughs> I mean, it could be. His, so. his real his name would be like 
Spagnolia Mario or something like that. Like that's Italian. Oh, God. Like spaghettios. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, side note on that. So Lupin has the green jacket because that's the first iteration. Mm-hmm. I know in in the where did I write it down? Like there's a there's like four or five of them, four of them I think. So you got the green jacket for the first couple of parts. Then you got the red jacket, then the pink jacket, then the blue jacket. There might be right. another one hidden in there somewhere that I that I, I haven't say, seen all of Lupin. Did you say the red one? Yeah, it goes green, that's red, the, pink, that's, blue. Yeah, the red one is the most iconic outfit. I think, was that the one they did on Toonami? It might have been. I believe so. The, I know the green was from the first series and a couple other things. But uh, yeah, so I mean, you know, this is a green jacket in the uh, Cagliostro because the original... We want to just get right into it. Are we just, let's just start. Let's, let's just start. start. Yeah, I mean, let's just. Sam, let's play just the go ahead. play 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 the Cagliostro, Sam. All right. <laughs> It's good. It's like a really good song, and like you got my crappy voice over it. <laughs> All right, so Lupin the Castle, Lupin the Third, the Castle of Cagliostro, nineteen seventy nine. Uh, this is a uh, this is a really super fun uh, crime action adventure comedy movie, uh, directed by Hayao Miyazaki, and it's I think it was Studio. It was like a studio that was like a small one, uh, Tokyo Movie Shinsha, and this was before Ghibli, obviously, and. After uh, Toei Animation, because, well, Toei exists, but uh, Miyazaki, um, he he worked at Toei, like, starting out, because that was one of the first anime studios. Uh, I don't know. Was it the first one? I don't remember. It was one of the first ones. One and, of um, the first. You know, he was working at Toei. They didn't really like it there. Eventually, they moved on, and uh, he and, what's his name, uh, Yasuo Otsuka, they and and Isao Takahata, they like moved on to their own thing, and like before Lupin, he was working on a whole bunch of stuff. Like the most famous things he did before that, I think, were uh, what do you got? Heidi Girl of the Alps and Future Boy Conan is what he directed. I think Heidi mm-hmm. Heidi Girl of the Alps was Takahata directed, but Miyazaki helped on it, I think. But anyway, yeah. So that was before Lupin. Then the, then he you know he jumped into this, and uh, I think they asked him to to step in to help direct it. And um, you know, it was it was it was a really fast production of of the movie. Like they did the whole thing in like seven months or something. <laughs> That's yeah. like really fast for a movie. Yeah, and it was for like sure. I don't know fifty thousand frames or something like that, which is. It's like kind of a lot. It's not really like what is Akira? Akira had a lot more than that, but and that's like one of the highest numbers. Uh, I don't know what the average number is, but anyway, it was fast. So they they pretty much <laughs> just like went on a grueling schedule to finish it. But it looks really good though. Like I can't believe they did it in that short a time. Like that's crazy. Well, I mean that goes to show you that on how. Uh, Miyazaki can manage a team so well in such a short amount of time. So, um, yeah, and, yeah, and I mean, I mean, that goes to show you, like, you know, that that he can he can do it, and he, he and, puts cigarettes out like, on people's faces if they <laughs> if they stopped working. <laughs> I don't know about that, but scum. 
so no but like uh you know animation is like a very grueling business in japan so you know let's not pretend that it was uh the the easiest thing but uh you know they they did it they made lupin this is a great movie but apparently though it was like a box office failure it didn't make a lot of money at first uh but then it became like this cult hit like a cult classic and and it grew the fandom and um it got really big after a while relatively and then and then uh, recently uh John Lasseter who I think he worked for Disney at one point he he's, he helped he's he's part of uh Pixar yeah and, and I think doesn't Disney own Pixar now yes well I mean they've kind they of own everything. always they've kind of, <laughs> Disney has always kind of owned Pixar it was yeah. just it was just it's just a branch of wait of wasn't Disney. Pixar from Star Wars from no. like George Lucas, didn't George Lucas no. start that? No. George sure. Lucas started George Lucas films. George and then, Lucas and then Pixar. Disney bought the rights to Star Wars. I know and, he had something to do with it. Lucas. Okay, film. let's not go into. Can we please not go into? Uh, oh, you Disney know what? Because John La- John Lasseter used to work at Pic- he he used to work Here at Lucasfilm, and he founded Pixar. Okay. And Disney, okay, got it. Did did you own Pixar? Hmm. Side tangent <laughs> nope. on P- Disney Pixar lore. Great. The half-assed internet research by Nick. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, help uh, me. Where was Someone I? please. Oh yeah, help so me. they had a, they had a theater run of this movie a little recently. I don't remember exactly what it was, but that was cool. I want to watch this in the movie theaters. That'd be fun. But yeah, because this is like a really easy to watch movie. You know, it's just like, it's just a heist. It's just a, a, a crime, uh, you know, action, fun movie. Spy caper. Spy caper. Well, I mean, it's... It's Lupin it's the Third. What, what, uh, it's exactly what you expect a Lupin, a Lupin the Third movie to be, really. Because, you know, we all know Lupin is this, you know, grandmaster thief and everything like that, too. He's so. a gentleman thief. He he is a gentleman thief and and personally like this movie definitely shows on how much of a gentleman Lupin is um especially when it comes to uh Clarice and everything like that like how how he actually t- like 10 years ago he said that you know he tried to do this greatest heist at um the Cagliostro castle when he was like super young and then that's kind of like where he met Clarice when she was like nine and everything so there's like there there's this whole like little backstory behind Lupin and and Clarice and everything like that which is pretty awesome so and it ties into this into the ring story where he mm -hmm. learns about the ring that way so there you go right but right this movie's plot is like it's pretty simple and straightforward they're just going for a heist. They're going after the uh, the big bad guys at the mansion. Well, the Cagliostro family, really. <laughs> mm. um, was it the Cagliostro family? No, it was the it was the guy who was printing the money. What's his name? I'm so bad with names. It was Cagliostro, Lazar well, Cagliostro. He was. It was just a a branch of the Cagliostro family. The count. Oh, that's count. right. 
That's right. So wait, <laughs> he was trying to marry her though. They must have been like distant relatives or something. They had to have been dis- distant relatives. They were I mean, step but siblings. All, all, all in all, I mean, in royalty, like everyone is anybody's mother. So that's true. You got you got to keep it, you got to keep it pure. <laughs> no mud bloods in the Cagliostros. So. But but yeah no like the ring and like the the like mysterious treasure um that goes into the lore of the Cagliostro family and everything like that too and, that, and that's all revealed at the very end really yeah yeah um, um but what what I think is the best part of the movie is like the animation scenes and just like oh yeah the sh- I mean a just lot like of- just like the cuts of like Lupin like like galloping around the castle and like leaping mm. over the rooftops and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. like they're, you know, he get trap doors everywhere, characters falling down. Well, um, it's it's said uh uh I know one of the the podcasts that, that you sent us to listen to. Um Oh, Ghiblio Tech podcast. Yeah. yeah. That's um, a that's a really they, good Studio Ghibli podcast. They they, they go through mentioned, the whole catalog. They mentioned that Miyazaki, you know, likes car chases and everything like that. So, and there are pretty yeah, he likes mechanical pretty, things. And th- they're especially the the first car chase when yeah, Clarice, yeah, yeah. when Clarice is 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 in the uh, the one car and then the like bad guys are chasing her and then Lupin and Jigen are in their stinking little buggy chasing yeah, they're, them. Yeah, they're in the Fiat Five Hundred. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's in a lot of Lupin, um, or is it all of them? Is that just that's just their car, right? I think that's just their car. Like that's just the chosen car that that Lupin. That's has. like and it's like the perfect car for Lupin because it's so like, it's so cartoony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like agile. But but yeah, like and and they even said that like the that those exact like that exact car chase, um, like inspired certain you know pop culture movies although like one of them um isn't uh confirmed it's only rumored like a, you know they it's yeah, a possible it sided steven that spielberg or, Ste- or yes somebody, yes yeah. steven spielberg and george lucas uh, or at least steven spielberg watched castle of cagliostro and he saw the car chase and that's kind of what influenced um Indiana Jones and like at least for like particularly the the first film uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and everything like that but it's not they said that it's not confirmed like actually confirmed um that Spielberg actually did see see it was probably like one of those games of telephone where someone's like (laughs) they just heard something he's like oh uh Kegley, he like said uh Miyazaki or something they're like oh he must have watched this <laughs> yeah someone yeah, probably just assumed. I guess maybe he but did, John though. John Lasseter like he definitely for sure like pretty he's he's pretty much like an ambassador for Miyazaki like he's watched yeah. all of his movies and 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 like a lot of Miyazaki's uh films inspires um John Lasseter to do a lot of things for his movies um yep so i mean just like uh disney inspired the japanese (laughs) sure (laughs) back and forth kind of um my one favorite uh scene is the like clock tower fight scene oh yeah at the very end that was cool yeah yeah that scene also in particular inspired disney to do a lot of things um 
ironically, like I, I, I'm, I just read this when I was before we were recording that when they were making um, the Great Mouse Detective, like that, that scene, that clock scene in uh, Big Ben with um, Basil and I forget Radigan, like that whole fight scene in the clock tower and stuff, too, kind of like inspired them from uh, Cagliostro. So, yeah, and that was when Disney was at a low point, I think, with those movies. Um, that, well, that was like the eighties, right? Great, Ma- yeah, Great Mass Detective. Well, Great Ma- the Great Mass Detective uh, came out in eighty six. So, oh, that was um, right before the right before the Golden Age. Yeah, yeah, but it. the Great Mass Mermaid. Detective is paved the way for the Disney Renaissance. Like, the Great Mass Detective is a super underrated film yeah i think a lot of it's one of my favorites a lot of them are kind of bad though but a lot of them are underrated (laughs) uh i mean i i really enjoyed the great mouse detective like that's one of my favorite no i I think i I, I do remember watching that i like that one that was a good one what what, who's another underrated film is the uh atlantis the lost empire like that whole like sunken scene city is also slightly inspired from this film too. Don Don Bluth. I think he was the guy in charge of them Don, for a while. I have no idea what you're talking about. He was he was like <laughs> one of the main guys for Disney during that time period. Anyway. <laughs> okay, you need to stop. Side note, you need to stop uh talking about he things that aren't related. That is related. <laughs> he helped with the with the with the those movies, Land Before Time. Ever heard of that? Okay, first of all, Land Before Time is not Disney. Yeah, it's cl- it's pretty close. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Land Before Time is not Disney at all. Oh, so... you know what? He was competing with Disney. Oh my god. Anyway, can we get back to Lupin? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about again? Oh, the clock tower. We're yeah, that was a, that was a really cool scene. The clock tower and the battle. I, I especially scene. like the very end of it. We shouldn't like give any hard spoilers, but uh, the, the very end of the clock tower when when the the hands are moving mm-hmm. and like they 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 find out the uh, I won't say exactly what, but they like they find well, out the, the actual yeah the the, the, the reason the for the, uh, the the rings. You know. Yeah. I was yeah. Ho- the riddle. I, I, I always think whenever someone says treasure, I think of that Arya episode where they're like, the treasure is inside you all along. <laughs> it's just like, it's nothing. <laughs> I was always hoping that would be the treasure, but that's not, it, it's actually a something. It's it's something. There's a treasure. It's and, a pretty uh, yeah, interesting treasure. The action scenes are great. It it does remind you a little bit of uh, all these other uh, uh, Miyazaki Ghibli movies with as far as the action goes. It's like very fast paced. The characters you know move really smoothly. They actually have uh, uh, a little bit of cinematography to their movements. It's not just like, it's not just like blurring and you know uh, cheap cheap tricks and stuff like that. So, like yeah, like th- th- it's cool because like they're they're jumping around and fighting on the on the gears of the clock and like the, mm-hmm. the, on the in the guts of it. And Lupin's trying to like loosen it up and like sabotage them and stuff. And uh, yeah, and uh, Lazar Lazar Lazav, <laughs> I can't remember his name. <laughs> Lazar, he's Who? he's he's chasing them. Him and uh, oh, Clarice. the cop, the detective. No, no, the the bad guy, the the money printer dude. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was a great scene. That was near the very end of it. 
But yeah, the beginning you were mentioning, like they, they go, they do a casino heist and mm-hmm. they find out that it's counterfeit, counterfeit. money. Yeah. This like leads them to this mystery where they find, uh, I think he finds the ring. Does he find, I forget exactly how he does that, but. No, they go, well, they, they're driving to Cagliostro because they found that they, they got a tip on that that Caglia, the city of Cagliostro was where, you know, this counterfeit money was. Um, and then when the drive driving car chase with Clarice and um, oh, she was not, well, she was not, yeah, she, well, she was knocked out in the car yeah, and then yeah. Lupin jumped into the car and then the car like, uh, like fell apart or something and they fell off a cliff and... I think it was like uh, a log hit um, Lupin's head and he kind of like knocked out for a few minutes and then Clarice went to go grab water and she like took off her her glove with the ring on and she like uh, wetted her, her glove and like put it on Lupin's head and then she kind of dipped because people were chasing her. And, and then that's how he found the ring. Was oh, okay, it was in, that's right. It was in the glove. So yeah, they they solve the mystery from or not solve it, but they like figure out they got to go to that castle, and like every scene when they when they're going there is like really, it's like so uh, ghibli. Like it's, there's like all these uh, quiet moments with like the music, the the soundtrack playing in the mm-hmm. background and everything, and their little their little buggy car going over the landscape, and it's like the these these scenes are are awesome. Like just just looking at it is is really fun. Um, and yeah, all yeah, pre ghibli. Literally it's, all pre Ghibli. This is this is kind of like <laughs> this is kind <laughs> this is kind of like Die Hard, where it's like you got the one building, and the movie oh, yeah. is mostly taking place there, mostly. <laughs> yeah, except <laughs> Maybe not it's as much not as Die Hard, but time. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yippee ki yay! <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's 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 a great movie. Um, Zenigata, of course, shows up. He's the detective who always chases Lupin, the cat and mouse game that lasts forever <laughs> they both like he doesn't technically he doesn't really want to catch Lupin but he does but he doesn't it um, was a nice little tidbit on like them kind of like joining forces for a short minute yeah. um and everything and even like Fujiko mentioned that too she's all like oh wow like uh Zenigata is is helping out Lupin that's a surprise and everything like that too so um <clears throat> yeah, I, I, just I mean, like, all the characters that you love are in this movie. You know, Jigen, Goemon, Fujiko. Although Fujiko doesn't really like show up too much. Like, isn't she, she kind of always on the side with them? She's always like doing her own heist. She has her own. Yeah, she's kind of like her her own thing. Like, she has her own heists and stuff. She kind of like sometimes sabotages Lupin every now and again. Um. Especially when, like, at the end, when she got, like, the counterfeit plates that were destroyed, that were so-called, quote-unquote, destroyed, and she, like, took them, and Lupin was like, wait, Fujiko, Yeah, these, are, these are thieves. Back. They got to make a little something-something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think so. it's funny how, like, they got this huge counterfeiting ring, and, like, all these countries are just okay with it. <laughs> it's like, wait a second, wouldn't that cause massive inflation if he's just throwing money into the into circulation like that? Yeah. But I guess well, it would have, like, have to be a lot of money for that. To, anyway, economics. I don't I don't understand it. <laughs> who who does know it? Nobody I'm just thinking knows. like if you were counterfeiting money like that, wouldn't uh wouldn't wouldn't these all these governments just like 
just zero in on them and just <laughs> just kill them. <laughs> like, yeah, but you also have to remember, like he was paying off the politicians. All, yeah, like they were literally paying off all these other politicians, and you know they were just all like, "Fuck it, I don't care. I'm getting all this money." So yeah, politicians. Am I right? <laughs> anyway, that's not the important part. Um, look, the I like how the, I like how like in the car chase and also in the castle when they're like fighting and everything. And he's on the rooftops and everything. Like they, they kind of just take physics and let it, uh, let it go wild. Like mm. <laughs> especially the car chase. Like they're driving on the fucking cliff wall at one point. And the oh uh, yeah, God, like he's he's like swimming up a waterfall. Oh point. yeah, he's sw- <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, you're not gonna make it. Like <laughs> and he's going through all these gears and stuff in, in the aqueducts and everything. And it's like, yeah, you die from that, but it, it's it's cartoon, so. Get, get a little Looney Tunes in there. But yeah, dude, it's great. I want to get like, I want to get like a painting or, or a, 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 not a, well, a cell would be impossibly expensive, but the, uh, what do you call it? Like a little poster of like him climbing the, the tower mm. or like jumping over the tower. That's just one of my favorite parts. Yeah. Yeah. Doubt you would be able to get that, something like that though. Oh no! Yeah, even if it exists, it'd be too expensive. Just get a movie poster; it's fine. <laughs> hey, I'll take that. That would be sweet. Get the classic, you know, like him with the bandages on and everything. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get an interview with Miyazaki and have him put a cigarette out of my face. And oh god! It, it'll be, it'll be videotaped, and then I'm gonna NFT it. <laughs> mm. I'm gonna sell the video. You have the original copy, everybody. <laughs> whoever wants it no i would i would uh burst into flames if i if 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 he if i stepped in his presence i would i would uh i would disintegrate that's how that's how worthless i am compared to him so let's just grovel nick just grovel (laughs) we're not worthy (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so what, what did you what did you think of the film at the end of the day like uh what how how would you um, compare it to other ghibli movies I mean, it's good. Even it's not a like, like <laughs> it, it's it's it's. I like it. I mean, it's definite. You know, classic Lupin. Um, it's it's for sure s- sets a a stepping stone on how Miyazaki directs and everything like that. Um, is it like? Can it go into like one of my favorites? Probably not because, uh, I mean, like you can find this on Netflix. Um, it's on Netflix, by the way. Uh, oh, Netflix US, because not necessarily, yeah. Netflix. But if you have uh, ExpressVPN, I mean, probably, yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> we're not sponsored. If you can find them. it, if you can find it, find it. Um, but how I watched it, it was on Netflix. Um, and. I feel like my my issue with watching this, um, because I've seen this I've seen this before, so this was my second time watching it. Um, the dubbed was kind of odd. Uh, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was good. I think the Nazca had a better dub, but this one, um, I thought it was fine. I think it was it the sound was effects okay. that threw me off. Hey, like there were some because I also had subtitles going on and um, there were obviously the subtitles were different from what 
the people were talking about. Um, but there were also certain parts where there should have been talking. Like, there there were subtitles up when no one was talking. So I was just like, mm, Oh, that's, that's a weird. Netflix thing. That's, that's a Netflix so, thing. No, um, I mean, apparently... From what I I did research, because there are two English dubs for this movie. Um, there's the Streamline Pictures and Manga Entertainment, which um, the Manga I think Streamline Entertainment was first, dub. Right? Yeah, the Streamline was 1992, and Manga Entertainment was 2000. Um, I believe from which what one did I, I watch? I've from what I've read, I believe the one that's on Netflix is the Streamline Streamline Pictures. Streamline usually had better dubs. They had really good dubs, from what I've heard. Uh, well, it, de- it might depend on your taste, though. From what I got out of what I've watched on Netflix, it's definitely the Streamline Pictures one because the characters like um, um, Zenigata and Clarice refer Lupin as the wolf. Oh yeah, yeah. They were calling him the wolf. So wasn't that yeah, like his call- code name for that mission or something? Is that what's was going on? I don't. I have no idea why they call him the wolf. I really have no idea why. Um, I would have to do a little bit more research on why they call him the wolf. But I bet um, it was like a thing, and I I blinked and I missed it. And there's a reason they did it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, nor do I kind of not really care too much. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> but. Yeah, like there was just like the the dub was just a little goofy in a way and um like I said like there were some parts where there should have been talking but there really wasn't any talking. So it was kind of weird. So that kind of like threw me off on like how like how I I it, it I had a hard time trying to enjoy the the actual movie when I was listening to this dub because it was just weird and and how certain placements on how they did things for it was was odd. So um I blame yeah. Netflix. Uh sure, I'll blame Netflix as well. I don't know how the manga entertainment um dub is. Look how they massacred so. my boy. Um, but for sure, I think the next time I watch this, I'm probably going to watch it in Japanese. Like I'm probably going to watch yeah. it. Sub, but so. I like, I like look, I like looking at it. So I, I just keep the dub on. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't blame you. Like when I'm watching a Ghibli film, I, I prefer to enjoy the movie. Like I want to see all the colors and like the action and all that kind of stuff. Like I don't want to keep on looking down at the subtitles and then watching what's going on. So, um, I mean, that's kind of why I had a hard time watching like Kill a Kill and stuff like that. And, and, um, Azekin, I had a super hard time watching Azekin. You didn't like Riley Matthews and Sam Ketchup? (laughs) (laughs) I forget, I forget Satsuki's fake name. (laughs) It's like Sally (laughs) Karen or whatever. I forgot they did whatever. (laughs) <laughs> um all right well yeah i would i would put it in the uh upper i would put it in the upper ranks of ghibli if i had to i'd put it in like the top i would say the top quarter for me i kind of i think I'd put uh, it, yeah i, think I, I would mean put it like i would say seven eight it would be rated b rated for me 
Yeah, I so. think I think I would put it. Yeah, I'd put it above a lot of stuff. I got to rewatch a couple of these. Whisper of the heart. Clearly, I'm an idiot because I ranked it at like fourteen. I mean, there <laughs> there are definite there are definite definitely uh, other Ghibli films that I have not seen. I haven't seen Whisper of the Heart or the. I Cat think Returns. I got so I think I got my um, first. I I got like my top three or four. The top three are, are easy for Ghibli, okay? It's Totoro, Spirit Away, Princess Mononoke, whatever order you want to do. Those are the top three. The bottom three are Earthsea with a, with quite oh, a bit God. of a gap. Then you got The Cat Returns, <laughs> then you got Arietti. Some, yeah, something like that. But then the middle ones. Uh, I mean, I liked Arietti, but Arietti <laughs> wasn't Miyazaki. Arietti was, yeah. was directed by the guy who was it, did uh, Mary and the Witch's Flower. Oh, that was a no, different guy. No, Arietti... Arietti what was directed by the same person who directed Mary and the Witch's Flower. Oh, I, I got to put that one on this list too. That'd be on there somewhere. But so. um, yeah, you know, I put I put Lupin like uh, eh, right, right right around the Porco Rosso territory. I mean, it's not the same type of movie. Yeah, but. I would definitely like Lupin. This Cagliostro is is definitely like in my in the middle of my list. Yeah, that's fair. Um. I don't care what other people think. Um, Howl's Moving Castle is still my number one favorite. Movie. Uh, and I think that's funny because all the all the so. hardcore critics, everyone, all does the critics, it, yeah, all, the, all the critics think it's hate. bad. Like they think it's horrible. They, they hate it, <laughs> but I love it. I love. I know Howl's it, Moving it was Castle. one of the most popular Ghibli <laughs> movies, and it's like, all right, <laughs> I guess I'm stupid. Like <laughs> I liked it, but. <laughs> <laughs> I I loved it. I mean, I and and f- I have a friend who she even says like she's she's read the book as well and and the obviously the book is far more better than Miyazaki's How uh, dare take you. on it. Doesn't have um, colors. That's what that's what she said. But I uh, I I'm still interested on reading that version, but I f- for sure, I will still forever love Howl's, Miyazaki's Howl's Moving Castle. It's super entertaining. I don't care what anyone says. Change my mind. <laughs> How about... Fuck you, all the hard critics. <laughs> Does Howl's Moving Castle have an autocopter? I thought not. Lupin wins. All right. I got nothing else. <laughs> Great movie. Everyone should watch it. Especially Sam. Calling you out. All right. Next we got Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Nineteen eighty four. And where did I put that summary? Pre-Princess Mononoke. Yeah, this was a one or two years before Castle in the Sky, which I think was 86, 85. Um, and I had to, I had to leave the list here. 86 or 85. Anyway, Nausicaa is 84. And uh, yeah, this was right before Studio Ghibli. I believe it was Studio Topcraft, if I remember that right. The way Mal labels things is really stupid. Like you, it's it's they do like the Japanese title for for like they randomly do it, and then some some things on Mal are the English title. So it's like make up your mind. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Anyway, 
Yeah, studio. It was animated studio top craft. by yeah. Topcraft. Uh, that was right before. Yeah. I think they. That might have been one of the few things they did. I don't know if they did a lot more than that. Uh, yeah, that, that was, this was kind of like a temporary studio. Anyway, so yeah, uh, it's uh, directed by Miyazaki, of course, uh, produced by Sao Takahata, because at the time Takahata was like the the much bigger name than than uh, Miyazaki. Um, and then Miyazaki eventually mm-hmm. eclipsed him like in the nineties and beyond. Uh, but, but so like he had to kind of ride on and, and also Takahata was like kind of his mentor. He's like a little bit, a little bit older than Miyazaki. Is it the, the kingdom of dreams and madness goes into that a little bit, kind of a little bit, but anyway, this was, uh, you know, this is, this is kind of like Nausicaa is kind of like princess Mononoke before princess Mononoke is like, Literally, I said pre-Princess Mononoke. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Good idea, Nick. Well said. <laughs> it was the, the proto. But this was also... Prototype. This is, this is actually an original work by Miyazaki. Like, Miyazaki, he 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 wrote and illustrated a manga for, for Nausicaa of the Valley, Valley of yeah, the Yeah, and Wind. I think they released the manga after the movie had came out, I think. Nope. Uh, it started in 82. Okay. Oh, you know, I yeah. think they needed to. So like they didn't want to let them make this unless there's also like a. Ooh, we should read this for that's our. What I, already, I nominated that in our manga club, Danny. Okay. Oh, did Please you? Vote for okay. It. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't, I didn't see that. Sorry. I have, I have been super absent in manga club. Recently. It's fine. We'll, we'll so probably busy. end up voting for it. We got, I got, I got, I got the chips lined up. Okay. It'll happen. Um, but they didn't. But the studio didn't want to let them. Didn't want to let them do it, or the producers didn't want to let them do it unless they could have like a manga to sell alongside it. So he started creating the manga. It wasn't done by the time the movie came out. The manga took like a bunch of years I mean, to come out. Well, what'd you expect when you're doing it by yourself? Like, yeah, it was eighty-two to ninety-four. So. It was like thirteen years or fourteen years or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's uh this is just like a you know an action adventure story and basically so here's so okay so my Princess Mononoke so there's or not Princess Mononoke god damn it I confused them <laughs> Nazca the Valley of the Wind, of the Valley of in, the, the wind. in the post-apocalyptic future large parts of the world have been swallowed up by forests of poisonous fungi the remaining humans live near the fungus and its monstrous insectoid inhabitants known as Ohm and they're trying to prevent the spread of of the uh, of the poison. And then one of the human kingdoms, uh, the Peaceful Valley of the Wind, uh, has a Princess Mononoke. Or, God damn it! I keep doing that. <laughs> princess Nausicaa <laughs> and her father to the king, and the and then they they get attacked by the warmongering neighbors. And Nausicaa has her hidden potential, and uh, you know she she basically can she can communicate with the Ohm, and she has like a, a connection to nature. Not quite as much as Princess Mononoke. Let's get that straight. Uh, (laughs) But it's pretty good. And that's kind of like the very bare bones story of it. Um, There's a lot more to it, of course. But uh, this this movie is... uh, It's... It's It's super entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Where was I going with that? If we're going to compare... If if we're going to compare... The two that were like Cagliostro and this one, I I enjoyed Valley of the Wind. More. Oh, I'm the other way. I like Cagliostro. That's got a, that's got a spot for me. 
But I like I like Nausicaa, too. I gave them both high score, but but yeah, as far as as far yeah, as Nausicaa, I, I definitely enjoyed this one. I I enjoyed this one more, aside from fucking Shia LaBeouf. He did fucking... a good job. <laughs> he's a good actor. Uh, his voice was so. But he's weird. so it's like, so obvious I, that I, it's him. <laughs> that's the thing. Like I feel hey like they could have cast someone so much better than fucking Shia Just LaBeouf. Like do it. I love Shia. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Like he's a great actor, but. I don't know. I feel like that was a bad choice uh, for as as Beal. I I don't know. I, think I feel only like that because could, you know, it, if you know it's Shia LaBeouf, then you can tell that it's him. But then Patrick Stewart was in this too, right? He was in that. Patrick Stewart was in this. He was Lord. He was Lord Yupa. Yeah, exactly. So, but but that doesn't bother me. I, I'm I'm not saying like, you know. The dub was bad. It's just I felt like that they did a poor choice in casting Shia LaBeouf in this. Like oh, I feel like someone else great. could have been way better. He gets an A. I don't know. I don't know. But Mark Hamill was in this, and I thought that was pretty cool. So oh, yeah, Mark. Ham- I could- so Mark Hamill's really good because you can you can't really tell that it's him. But then if you really listen, he close, has so many different types of voices. He did the, he did the Joker like in the that. Batman animated series and a bunch of other stuff too. Oh yeah. Yeah, which one? Which so, one was he? I thought that was pretty cool. He was the mayor of um, of that one town that um, Nasako went to. Uh, he was the mayor of of the town that oh, Aspiel is from. Pajit, <laughs> I can't pronounce that. Yeah, yeah, Pajite. whatever that is. Sure, yeah, Pajite. I butchered that name. Oh, that guy, that guy. <laughs> So yeah, so I mean, this, yeah. this is like you know, it's it's another uh, Ghibli, Miyazaki, uh, uh, Nate protect nature story. <laughs> it's pretty much most of his movies have to do with that. You got you got nature, and you have uh, mechanical contraptions, most of which can fly, and you have most of the time you have a female protagonist. So there you go, and then you got people running around. You got people running around, no time to explain. Okay, they got to do stuff quick. Go over there, do that. That's 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 uh that's that's Miyazaki right there. So this is Nausicaa. She's she's a very strong female protagonist. Uh, I think she was one of the first. She was one of the first like white like actual waifus, because like back in the day, all the characters were fucking ugly. <laughs> like Nausicaa is like one of the wow. first ones that actually looked like a like a a, a human. No, it's not true actually because Space Battles or Biomato probably they didn't really have that many women in that one. The new version does, but not the old version. I mean, they have them, but not as much. Anyway, what am I talking about? Nausicaa. Nonsense. Not wait, nonsense? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're filibustering. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Nausicaa. <laughs> so like she can she she like figures out how the like how the poison is happening. Like the trees and, and plants are trying to like suck it up yeah she like did yeah she like did some experiments in in like i don't know how she had time to do that she like built this whole freaking like uh uh terrarium and she's like 14 how many how many years did it take her to do that <laughs> like she was probably like eight yeah when that ha- when she, she like, knows how to build all that, that already so. it's like wow well i mean like it's they're in like apocalyptic world you know you got a lot of time on your hands so yeah it's not like they got video games and stuff 
Not, not a lot on Twitter, <laughs> but over there. They don't, they don't have, you know, they don't have like Zelda or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> Their Breath of the Wild is like just going outside. <laughs> God, so, so so this this movie does remind me a lot of of Castle in the Sky, which came right after it. Uh, I mean, I got more Princess Mononoke yeah, vibes. Yeah, it's both of them versus. Castle in the sky. Yeah, really. well, yeah, it's not really. Um, only, be, only <laughs> because like, because it, like I well, feel okay. I, a couple I, of reasons. There's like the main villains, and they're they're the super bad guys. That's what Castle in the Sky has. Princess Mononoke doesn't really have that. They have like kind of gray villains. Mm. Where you're not sure if they're the villains, and like the heroes are also kind I of mean, the villains. I uh, mean, uh, what was that woman's name? Yeah, the good guys and the bad guys. In Nausicaa, and it's obvious. Shit. Oh, the princess, Kushana? Uh, The evil princess lady? No. Oh, fuck, what's her name? God damn it. What what, what kind of hair did she have? (laughs) She she had... Are we talking about Mononoke? She was like, yeah, she had like a little hat Oh, lady something or other. Lady Lady Iboshi, yeah, Lady yeah. Iboshi. Yeah, she was kind of like the villain of Princess Mononoke. But kind of not. Uh, that movie had no, more I that would movie still, had more nuance, but let's I don't know. I would still peg her as as a villain because of the events that take place in Princess Save Mononoke. Save it for the Princess Mononoke podcast. <laughs> I can't. You guys already reviewed it, so I'd have to rewatch it. But I'm pretty sure she. Okay. Anyway, she she knew the bad stuff. She knew that she was doing some bad stuff, like for the environment, and they were. But they had to do some stuff because they, like they're fight. I don't remember exactly. I got to rewatch it too. That's a long movie. Anyway, uh, Nausicaa. Anyway, back to Nausicaa. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. This is terrible. I agree. Nausicaa is pretty bad. It's not very good. <laughs> Here's a fun fact about this. Uh, Hideaki Anno joined up the produ- with the production of this. He helped animate, I think it was, was it the ships or was it the uh, monster at the end? I think he helped on either one or both of those. And and this was like, so this was 1984. This would have been right when Daikon came out or like right around the same time. So like Studio Gainax wasn't even a thing yet. And... Hideaki Anno apparently just shows up and he's like, all right, here's some stuff I did. <laughs> Miyazaki's like, all right, you're doing the monster. <laughs> and like, they became friends I mean, pretty that, much. So. Well, yeah. And then that's kind of like how Ghibli started in a way. Yeah, yeah. So. And like, you got all the, you got all these legends just Man, working together. Man, got R.I.P. Hideaki No, he's alive. Uh, no, not Hideaki. <laughs> Sorry. Takahata. Yeah, Sao Takahata. Sorry. He died. What he died like a couple years ago. Yeah. I think it was two years ago, um, give or take. To uh, April fifth, twenty eighteen. Last year feels like five years, so I don't. The time doesn't make sense. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Twenty eighteen, he passed. But yeah, like the, so. you know, this movie had some heavy hitters on it. Uh, Joe Hisaishi, I think, made his anime debut here with the soundtrack. Sam, play the soundtrack. 
Oh, here, here, I found it. Anno was assigned to draw the challenging God Warriors attack sequence. Oh, yeah, there you go. So I was right. Okay. Which, according to Suzuki, it is a high point in the film. Yeah, the, the melting yeah. the melting monster. The, the, it's like Attack on Titan. It's just like fucking opens its mouth and yeah. shoots like a, a yeah. laser beam at him. Yeah, yeah. That definitely. I now that you mentioned that now that we're talking about that, that definitely had very like, um, Evangelion. Evangelion, yeah, yeah, yeah Evangelion vibes for sure, especially like with the beam and everything. Dude, Hideaki Anno was like so. a really, really good animator, <laughs> like it actually animating back in the day. Even though he fucking can't do romance for worth. Yeah, he shit. can. He just he just left at the end. Okay, they wouldn't let him be himself. Anyway, this is save it for the his and her circumstances podcast. <laughs> we this is Nausicaa. We're talking about Mizaki. I will forever hate that <laughs> hate that anime. <laughs> um, apparently, anyway, sorry, with, I keep, with Nausicaa, I keep they had like a really bad dub at first, and that like led them to do the famous thing where with the uh, with the Princess Mononoke, where the Toshio Suzuki. He mailed them a samurai sword with with a note that said no cuts, <laughs> and that's like oh. that's like a legendary moment and like you know it, basically in film history really, because Disney or whoever was doing uh, Ghibli at the time would would want to like make their own mark on it or like mess with it. So yeah, like because I think Nausicaa like started started them to start like distrusting the Western studios from uh, uh, editing their films. Fun fact. Um, um, I don't. I mean, I don't know if that's actually true or not because they had, yeah, they had trouble with Nausicaa. They, I don't think. I don't think they. But I don't. I don't think they they dubbed this when when it came out because there's a. I think when they finally like dub dubbed uh, Nausicaa, it was in two thousand five. Yeah, that's the recent one, right? So. There, I'm on the wiki page, and there's no other English cast. It's just the Disney one. It had, it had to do with the release. I think they, I think they edited parts of the movie. I don't know if it was the dub exactly. That might, it might have been like they cut parts of the movie and like fucked it up for like one of the first releases. Mm. I have a spider on my wall. I gotta kill this thing. God damn it! Oh my god! <laughs> Side tangent. <laughs> Very fitting. <laughs> Very fitting. We're talking about saving nature, and I'm just smushing spiders. <laughs> and then you're just like killing a spider. Great. Yeah. Um, I, got him. I do not see anything. All right. Well, we're to everyone take my word for releases. it. Quote me on it. That's the reason. Back to Nausicaa. I liked the opening sequence where they're flying around. They got the soundtrack playing. <laughs> That's really cool. Uh, it, it, you know what this also reminds me of? It reminds me of Tales from Earthsea, but it's like way better. <laughs> Well, because <laughs> it has uh, I think wasn't Patrick Stewart in both of them? I think uh, else. Anyway, I don't know. I think you're talking about um, Willem Dafoe. Maybe no. I, th- I don't think Patrick. St- I don't think Patrick Stewart was in was in Tales of Earthsea. Oh, that, that was that was Tim- that was Timothy Dalton. Okay, never mind. Oh, that's right. Yeah, which yeah. he was a James. That he was, was a Bond, Timothy right? Dalton. Wasn't he James Bond? I believe so. I want to say Let's yes. Let's talk about Nausicaa instead of just talking about voice actors. Right. <laughs> it's kind of a blur for me because I watched it a few days ago and then I binged the other, I can't really binge a movie, but 
I watched <laughs> Lupin afterward, so that's more fresh in my mind. Mm. And every uh, the whole time, I just um, kept comparing Nausicaa to other Ghibli movies. And I mean, well, that's kind of like, be, well, you really have to think about it because Nausicaa is so close to like when Castle Castle in the Sky came out. So it, it it's definitely kind of hard to, you know, really not refer or like even think about other Ghibli movies with this with this film because it's so close. Like, again, this is like a Miyazaki uh, thing. Like he directed it and he did the screenplay for it. So, you know, this is for sure like Miyazaki. Um like I said before, like I got major Princess Mononoke vibes from this because of all the themes that happened um, in the film. You know, there's, you know, post-apocalyptic war and, you know, like all of, you know, the, the mysterious um, things with the like insects and and like the toxic air, you know, like they, they had anytime they went outside or like go wh- or like they went into the forest they would have to wear a mask yeah, or yeah. else they would Cause, cause the die. Wind, oh yeah. Oh, that's the other thing that I liked about it. The winds would protect the valley, right? They'd blow away that toxicness. Yes. And then at at yeah. one point in the movie the winds stopped and it was like complete silence. And a lot of movies are afraid to be silent, you know, they're like we got to always have something going on or a soundtrack and it's like I like how they do that silence in in Ghibli movies sometimes. It's good. To, mm-hmm. it, it splits things yeah. up. Let's. The I audience mean, it, it shows. It yeah, it shows that like, there's okay. This is like a serious moment now. So like, we're gonna just add this silence right here. Um, yeah. When that wind stopped, you know, you can definitely tell like everyone in the movie was freaking out. Like the wind stopped. What are we gonna do? Isn't that the third? So, um. Yeah, I, I I really liked the whole aspect of, you know, Nausicaa trying to find a way for, like, the the toxic poisonous plants to be, not be toxic anymore. And when, like, Yupa found her little, like, domained corridor kind of thing, um, you know, he, he was, like, completely shocked at that, like, holy shit, like these are toxic plants like how how is this possible like this air is super clean and and you know Nasca was all like yeah well like this is filtered water so like they're not toxic anymore if we have them in filtered water so um and that just goes to show you like what exactly what happens to plants when you know you don't take care of the earth and everything like that as well um especially I I can only imagine like if we did end up having like apocal like apo- an, an apocalypse like I'm pretty sure that's exactly what will happen to some of the plants that are on this on this planet um because there are some toxic plants out there that can definitely you know the pollen or whatever um can definitely like kill you <laughs> What was everything. that movie The Happening? Or <laughs> <laughs> like Oh, the plants uh, are killing us. It's the wind. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. I, I I don't think I've watched that one. I haven't so, either. I just heard the meme but, about it. 
Um, but yeah, like I, I just thought it's super interesting, you know, how it's, you can definitely tell that Miyazaki cares about like the earth and, and like, you know, you have to take care of animals and, and like let the wildlife be wildlife, you know, um, all those themes and, and along the lines of like having that strong female character is also super like you know Miyazaki is always yeah. he always has you know his strong willed female leads and she Nausicaa is one of the one of the strongest female Ghibli characters because mm, she yeah. she always she's knows what to do like, she's really good at fighting yeah she's super confident in in her ability to figure things out um, even uh, especially I think my favorite scene uh, is the very beginning when um yupa was being chased by an ohm and nausicaa saw it and she's like oh shit like i gotta go help him and she's on her little glider thing and she has that little like whistle kind of thing and she's she's literally like just doing her thing like she knows exactly what to do to get that ohm um in a calm collected state and even yupa even said it like when he got to like a safe area with his animals like he even said it like this is like fucking amazing like she didn't have to like shoot it all she had was like her little own whistle to calm it down and that's that you know um that like opening that whole opening scene I think is is one of my favorites yeah they they do a good job Um, of that in, in most of the Ghibli movies they got an opening action scene Started with Nausicaa. Mm-hmm. There you go. I I love her glider too. I like how it. She has like it's this. So it's like cool. a leather strap, and like she like leans forward, and like her feet. She yeah. looks like Mega Man or whatever. <laughs> it's like she just like <laughs> faced forward. Um, yeah. The 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 world is really cool. Like there's like giant bugs and and creatures flying and floating everywhere. Uh, you got you got like these huge trees and stuff. Um, I don't know, dude. If I saw a bug that I- big, I would crap myself i would i would die <laughs> just looking at it <laughs> like when they're when they're running from the like the floating what is it centipede or whatever that is like a dragonfly type thing it's about to eat them uh-huh oh my god yeah <laughs> that's just crazy I, I, I and one thing i one thing like so they, they think they, they're trying to make you like love these ohm creatures and they look like fucking slugs <laughs> So gross looking. Well, I don't know how not how Nausicaa's like Nausicaa's like hugging say, them and she's like hugging their eyeballs. I would kind, <laughs> I would say that they kind of resemble like hermit crabs in a way because they have like those legs in the front. Yeah, and and they kind of have like a hard shell and everything. So, um, yeah. I mean, I didn't like get grossed out by the creatures in this movie. See, that's the difference between um, you and me. I get disgusted by bugs. I just killed a spider just now during the podcast. No mercy. Yeah, live. Well, pre-recorded. <laughs> Anime Summit's filmed um, before a live studio audience. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, d- I wouldn't really get super grossed. I mean, I... Like, I do sometimes freak out, but, like, when I was watching this movie, I wasn't really, like, I mean, her little pet, her little pet cat thing was cute. The little, like, fox squirrel thing, which is adorable. It's a Pikachu, basically. 
<laughs> that's a Pikachu. Jeez. <laughs> it's that's where uh um Game Freak got their inspiration yep. for Pikachu. <laughs> um yeah, I mean it's I I definitely fairly enjoyed this movie more uh, out of um, Cagliostro. Well, yeah, this one had had At more of like a th- aspect, more like thematic was, depth to it. But yeah, yeah, I guess I I guess to me, I I kind of liked more of the theme that was going on in Nausicaa than in um, Lupin. I mean. I know the premise of Lupin, like on how like that whole ser- whole franchise really is. So like, I don't really have much of a uh, um, empathy, if that's the right word to use for that. I kind of had more empathy and more emotion, f- mo- emotional feeling for Nausicaa than I did for. Um, Cagliostro. See, that's that's the difference again. Is I get emotional feeling from the ride, from the from from the spectacle <laughs> of of watching it. I I don't it, you know pe- at two times at speed. two times speed. <laughs> no, I watch these ones at one time speed. <laughs> um, that's only for, that's only for throwaway uh, TV seasonal anime. But look, th- so like Nausicaa definitely has a lot more going on than Lupin. Like I can't argue that can't argue that but uh what am i trying to say it's all about uh how how it looks does it look good Dusk looks good <laughs> but so does lupon i don't know i just like i just i just enjoy lupon more i could see myself re-watching it more i guess that's why i like it better it's just it's really mm-hmm. easy to watch you don't have to I think mean... about it you don't have to you don't have to be in like any kind of mood to watch you can just throw it on yeah and that's kind of like what i did with Lupin, like, I mean, I've seen it before. This is my second time watching it. So I probably should have paid attention a little bit more. But I, again, I kind of knew the premise on what happens in the movie. So I kind of wasn't really like all that paying attention to it, per se. This was my first time watching Nausicaa. So I feel like, I feel like a first time watching it versus a rewatch uh to me is a little bit more impactful i guess yeah at least in this aspect since we're reviewing these two um i'm pretty sure if you know say we reviewed this with uh you know another movie that like i've never seen before then i probably would probably have more different opinions um than i do right now so yeah um, for sure yeah yeah, I really liked this movie. The The theme for it is pretty awesome, um, you know, especially with the whole, you know, uh, global warming aspect, uh, especially like, you know, with the toxic plants and everything. Like, it, it definitely has, it's, it's a good movie to watch and, and, you know, think about, like, real life aspect like i should do better you know for the planet kind of thing (laughs) (laughs) for the trees (laughs) you have to kill all the spores that's what i'm getting from it 
I, I need to rewatch Nausicaa. Mm-hmm. It's two hours long. I think I I think I didn't uh, give full attention. I watched it at one time speed, but I was like doing something else at the same time for part of the movie. Not the I movie, mean, yeah. To I gotta be, sit down and to just be watch fair, it. There, to be fair, there there are. It's not Nausicaa isn't like as fast paced as Cagliostro is. So yeah, Cagliostro is a ride. I, it, that one's easy. That's only it's, yeah, that's only an hour I mean, and a half I mean, too. The, it's, so. Right. Yeah. So like with this, you know, this is like a whole um, expansive world. Like they're traveling the world pretty much or through right, various parts of yeah. it. Yeah. I mean that they're, you know, uh princess uh Kushananana. Not going to work here anymore I anyway. I can't pr- I can't pronounce <laughs> her name, but the, the princess, the princess. The the yeah, the antagonist. Oh, Nasca's a princess uh, too. That's confusing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The the girl with the armor. Uma Thurman voiced her. Yeah. Yeah, that woman. <laughs> um, you know, when she like invaded Nausicaa's village and everything and, and she kinda like took Nausicaa captive and they were on, you know, those flying ships and everything like that too. So I feel and and, and I mean, I didn't really get too much of a villain out of her out of that character per se even though she was all like you shouldn't trust me but like Nausicaa really did not care if she was like a quote-unquote bad guy like she still saved her out of that um plane that was burning down so um that just goes to show you on how pure-hearted Nausicaa is you know she doesn't really care if you're a bad guy or not like you're still a human being. Yeah, and, she's very. You know, everyone she, she's a pacifist with a uh, with a big stick. <laughs> that makes sense because she can beat up people. Did she kill a bunch of guys in the beginning, or she just beat them up? I, I couldn't quite tell. I think she. I want to say she beat them yeah. up. I'm but gonna it was go pretty violent. Uh, she was she was whooping ass. I mean the action. Well, like yeah, that. I mean, like I said, like the actions, the the action scenes that actually happened, uh, were super entertaining. You know, especially, especially with uh, the whole uh, ohm uh, stampede, I guess if you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, near the end. Uh, with the, with yeah, like close to near the end, and that fucking those two guys were held holding an ohm captive, so that the like, uh, whole that like ohm you know family colony whatever just would just like trample over um uh what do we call it uh Nasca's village so and when she was trying to like get their attention and like she fucking beat the crap out of those guys and like that glider or that like air balloon thing just like th- she she like destroyed that thing so um, you know, yeah, like those a- those action scenes are pretty top notch. Um, they're super entertaining. There are definitely like highs and lows uh, in the whole movie. There are like some slow pace. Like majority of the movie is sort of like a slow poke, slow pace kind of film. Yeah. So which I I can kind of get the they aspect of why with it. Like the, the, yeah, the, what is it? Yeah. The Tolmechians and the um, I forget the other faction there's two factions they're fighting the valley is caught in the middle of it and yeah right, like these two yeah. armies are trying to fight each other and like they're they're ending up like destroy they're they're 
about to like destroy like the source of the purified water and everything, especially with like once they get that warrior. Um, and then Nasca's trying to stop him. Everyone's trying to stop him, and it's you know now that I'm I'm rewatching this at two times speed, back to my comfort zone on silent right now. Oh God! And no. uh, <laughs> now that I'm back in my comfort zone, this is you know this is better than I remember. I like it. This, get the mechanical Jeez. designs. You got a whole bunch of characters. You probably would. You probably would have liked it more if you watched it at two times <laughs> speed. <laughs> hey, that that only be one hour. I'd save an hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who's winning now? So okay, Nasca, a valley um, wind. What what are our final thoughts on it? We gotta we gotta end this up here or end this. Uh, final thoughts. I mean, I probably would would give this like an A rating. Like I, I would put this in like my top five for sure. Oh really? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I really enjoyed, enjoyed this movie and I would for sure watch it again. I really liked Nausicaa's character. So, and Yupa, I mean, fucking Lord Yupa. He's oh, yeah, a, he was a badass. He's a, he's a badass. <laughs> he is a badass. So, uh yeah i really liked lord yupa fucking patrick stewart as him damn Yesh. that's that, that was sean connery whatever <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I, I i agree that's a great movie i would put it probably one one tier below wherever you put it um but probably maybe maybe top 10 maybe it cracks my top 10 i'd have to rewatch a couple of things but it's mm. uh yeah I'd, I'd put it i'd put it just below my top 10 let's let's say let's say that i don't know if that's if that's fair, but I'm gonna do it. Whatever. I'm gonna put it below uh, Cagliostro too. I'm gonna put it one spot below, just to just wow. to make Danny upset. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. We have certain but, things that but we you like. So uh, you would but, rank Princess you know. Manoki above this one, right? Oh yeah, okay, for sure. Checking. Because I mean, <laughs> I I love Princess Manoki. What about Castle like, in the Sky? Um, I think I would put, I would put Nausicaa above Castle in the Sky. All right, that's, I think some, a lot of people, Castle in the Sky is like, I think Castle in the Sky has the best single piece of music in Ghibli, if not like top two or three, but yeah, I'd have to re-listen. I would have to re-watch it again. Uh, Castle in the Sky is, is vaguely in my memory if you listen to the main theme of that you're you'll like you'll tear up it's so freaking good but yeah i think this is probably a better overall movie a little bit more going on i like castle in the sky though but yeah you know i put nasca up there it, 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 uh, number 11 or so give or take guessing right now great movie everyone watch it 11 i thought it was in 10 it was cracking 10. the top 10 <laughs> 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 almost cracking it Make up your damn mind there, dude. It's 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 like Jeez. just smooching it. You know, it's trying to get there. Smooching. Oh my god. Anyway, that's that's that. Uh yep, that's, that's our... Lupin, that's that's Nadia. <laughs> that's Lupin and that's Nadia. Damn it. I was gonna call it Nadia. <laughs> Nadia <laughs> Secret of Blue Water. Nasca and the Secret of Blue Water. <laughs> oh my god. And if I watch this movie at two times, I'd bump it up like two spots. (laughs) Oh my god. I'm pretty sure you would. You should rewatch it at two times speed. I am right now. (laughs) Oh my god. Alright, guys. Well, that's been Nick 
and myself and Danny and uh, wait, you're you're yeah. yourself and Danny. I am myself. You're pulling and a Sam again. You're like I've been Nick, Danny, and Sam. <laughs> <laughs> you're just assuming all of our all of our personas. We are all one. <laughs> you're, you're the the Mecca Summit. The Mecca Summit. No, that's no. Psalm. You're the uh, you're the Dragon Ball Z. Uh, what do they what do they call it? Where they combine with each other? Anyway. Oh, fusion. Yeah, fusion. There we go. You're the fusion. The triple fusion. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyway, all right, guys. Uh, have a good morning, good evening, and good night. And this has been the Anime Summit Podcast. Bazinga.